solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Twenty Nine. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly, and I'm Alex, and, and this, this is Potter Watch. We're here. We're thriving. Alex is not happy. I'm happy. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I just, this has been one of my least chapters of this book. Favorite chapters of this book so far. Least favorite? It's one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's not great. Um, but, you know, it's also one of those chapters where I think it's because... We're about to get hit with it. We're in between two doozies of chapters. We're in between two doozies, and I'm not saying that... In terms of like a full read, this chapter is like, because it's also very short. So I think if yeah. we weren't isolating it in this way, I wouldn't have such animosity towards it. But then thinking about having fun, exciting things to talk about surrounding the events of this chapter. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> also, like, I have a strong memory of this chapter just because yeah. of the dream element and like being in Trolley's classroom for that. So but that is at the very end. Yeah. It's like the last three minutes of yeah. the audio book. <laughs> Um, so, and yeah, it's a lot of just, like, rehash of, like, something we already experienced, mm -hmm. um, and not, like, a ton of new information. Agreed. But, despite that, how are they listening today? Um, they know that the dream occurs in the divination room. Ooh. And Molly, um, this chapter by J.K. Rowling is called The Dream, but what did you retitle it? Yes, it's chapter 29, if anyone's keeping track. Um, I renamed it Nightmare on North Tower. That's really solid. That's a good <laughs> chapter title. Points to read. I was going to use Nightmare My Haiku, but I decided to swap so, it out. That's a, yeah. What did you rename it? Um, The Mysteries of Mr. Crouch. Because they're just like trying to solve, figure out, figure yeah. out the thing. For sure. Yeah. Because it is basically just like a... A debrief of last chapter. It's yes. their podcast we're Yes. It's their haiku of the summary of last chapter. Um, so I just have a little announcement about my haikus for the future. Okay. I have decided that I'm not going to worry about if it's six versus five syllables. Molly, that is not how a haiku works. Well... I've decided to be a loosey-goosey haiku gal. Living and life, you can't stop me. Living life on the edge, I see. I'll just read you mine and you can tell me if you'd rather me change it. I'm just saying, That's how confident I am in my six. Okay, I'm just saying rules are in place for a reason. We're going through a real change right now. Oh boy. <clears throat> Rehashing past steps. Training time for final tasks. Dreading dreams of future. Okay. It is nice. It's you a couldn't good, even tell. I couldn't tell. I couldn't It's tell. just because of the of. I basically was like, it's, you know, when you have a book title, you don't count the the. <laughs> You're doing a haiku! Well. You could have done dreading dreams future. I thought about it and I thought it sounded dumb. <laughs> wow. What did you, what, what's your perfect haiku? Mm, mine is not perfect. 
It does meet the syllable requirement, and that's about all it does. I'm not even sure it accurately accurately summarizes the chapter. So I'm on my high horse, but let me let's knock me down a few pegs. Where did Barty go? <laughs> Seems Forge is up to no good. Seems Forge is up to no good. They solemnly swear. A Voldy nightmare. I mean, all facts. All things that occurred. Yeah. I don't even know if the forge bit was necessary to put in the haiku. I thought about it. I was going to say something about the blackmail, but... You know? It don't even bring up blackmail. I'm just like, forge, they're up to something. Have to read the chapter to find out, I guess. Have to read the whole book. You know what yours is? Yours is like a summary. And mine is like a promo. <laughs> it's like, ooh, this is going to entice you to read the chapter. Mine's because art. it doesn't give you any. Mine's um, art. Yours does not, is disqualified. It's just a regular poem. How about that? It's a nice five, seven, six. Okay, well, if you were going to do that, you needed to do five, seven, five, seven, seven, a tonka, like I do when I have words, a taco. Like. I just had an of. <laughs> Listeners, let me know if you're fine with this. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard I time. Know. So exciting things are happening in the world. Just to um, do a little update because um, I want to speak about things other than this chapter at the moment. But, you know, Kingdom Hearts just came out today. I, ju- I don't, I just want you to know that this episode will be released probably about three to four weeks from now. Right. So, like, I just want to know how <laughs> you guys time felt. you yeah. today. Yeah, I'm time, I'm time stamping today and I'm wondering how are you guys feeling about it? Are you excited about it? Um, it is blowing up my news feed. Everyone is excited. And the reason I bring this up is because I was recently told that waiting for this game was a bigger um was a bigger reveal a bigger um I guess fandom waiting process than waiting for a new Harry Potter book and I wanted to know your thoughts on that Molly um because I was told that I couldn't because I don't play Kingdom Hearts just to clarify that since I like I would have no idea how it feels to have been waiting for this game and I was trying to be like well I do understand like I am obsessed with Harry Potter it's my whole life I don't think it's I do think it's a worse wait it's definitely a worse wait most definitely because when there's been seven books eight movies plus Mm -hmm. some other random shit that's been released um, Whoa! That was a cursed child ref. Wow! It did sound like you were like cursed child included Fantastic Beasts. Like you were. Oh no! Um, and, and this like has pups. had so this is the third game. There have been other games released in the intermediate fourteen years or twelve years or mm-hmm. whatever, but that's a long time. It's a long time. And I hear those games, correct me if I'm wrong, I've not played them. These are not my opinions. These are opinions from friends that do play the games, that those games were like not satisfactory. So it was like, if we hadn't had Harry Potter for a really long time, we got Cursed Child. And then like 15 years later, we got something that was actually worthwhile. Um, I don't know. I think people had fun with the 
games. Did yeah. you think that the games that came out before came after Kingdom Hearts two before this were like satisfactory? Not as much as the main game. They were okay, but it's not the same story though. Like it's not everything that the main games were. So it was still like it's it was like side characters. Some of them had the main characters, but it still like wasn't it wasn't like the wasn't full it thing. like a prequel? One of them was the other one like actually moved it forward, but it didn't feel like it because it was like not up to the same. This is the reaction I get a lot. It's like not yeah. the same. Like they were like handheld games. <clears throat> it's like I had it compared to, um, like it w- was before we got the newest Star Wars movies. So it was like we had the prequels, but these are people that didn't like the prequels. So well, I think a lot of like OG fans didn't like the new ones, but I know what you're saying. I think well, I'm. I was talking. This specific person was saying they really like the new ones, and they like the originals, and they hated, uh, like they grew up with the originals, really like the new ones, and they don't like the prequels. Like I want to be on your side, but I. I feel like it's... I get it. It's not the same. I get it. I just brought it up for a um, for a discussion because I, I get it. Like, I get that they've been waiting for so long, and I don't know what I would do if I were away from... Well, you're blessed to have had our fandom yeah. be consistent. Yeah. And only have to wait, like, a couple years. Right. Although, you know, it's been a long time since we've got that Game of Thrones book, so... Yeah, that would be maybe a better example. Yeah. Especially, like, these are definitely, like, they wrap up the game and there's, like, a, like, there is something more to play. Like, mm-hmm. they're a little bit of a cliffhanger, but they do wrap up a little bit better, like, the games, but, like, the end of the sixth Harry Potter book, like, that wait for the seventh one. Yeah, that was, and then you had to defend your, your beliefs. Yeah. Like, that became, like... Oh, I didn't. I was, like, fuck Snape. Well, I wasn't even, like... This was even before I was, like, oh, my God, like, I'm a Snape sympathizer. This was just, like, based on evidence. There's no way he killed Dumbledore without reason... Like, without, like, some sort of... Oh, no, I was, like... You were on the other side. See, I was, like, vehemently, like, he saved Harry in the first one. Hermione's always bringing that up. Like... I mean, I remember having a nice long chat about it. I want to save that story um, for for when it comes when we up. get there. Yeah, about yeah, we'll go. I'm sure we will deep dive that experience. Um, but Certainly. I just had a really sweet combo with my dad, who's not a Harry Potter fan. Lovely. <laughs> okay. So, we are, though, doing chapter 29. Yes. Yeah, we are. We have been waiting, you know, about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was alluding it to the listeners. I've been waiting. Oh, 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 I see. You were bringing it, bringing it full circle. Yes. Um, we're having our hot chocolate. I know you guys love knowing what we're drinking. <laughs> it's, um, it's a non-alcoholic hot chocolate, so... You'll be proud of us. Okay. Ron just wants to blame Vicky. And when I say Vicky, I am talking about Victor. Crap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I picked up on that. <laughs> but I said in Ron's defense, he is being very active in this investigation. He is, like, leading the discussion group. Good for Ron. Oh, Ron. 
he's trying. He's trying his best. Like, he's not my champ. He's, he's not even he doing... Was almost my rat. He's doing a fair job. <laughs> he was kind of annoying me in this chapter. I feel bad for him. He feels... He's, he's getting a full, like... A full helping of what is actually your... Um, what is your purpose in this group? Yeah, that's true. And not doing a good job of defending it. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so no notes, no notes. <laughs> they're just, you know... I don't have notes until Fred and George come in. Okay, so they're talking about what happened. <laughs> they're talking about what happened. And I'm at Forge. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to explain what talking about what happened? Um, yeah, so they're, like, coming in to the Owlery at the same time as Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and I actually really like the little interaction of them all talking over each other, saying the same thing, like, yeah. what are you doing here? Sending a letter. At this time, it, like, yeah. I think it's funny. Um, and then, like, Fred, and, well, Aunt George are being very evasive, but, like, still trying to keep their charm, mm -hmm. which would totally work on me, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like this Forge bit. And I, this is, again, how Ron's, like, annoying me. He's like, it is my business if you're blackmailing somebody. That's legal. It's like, still not your business. Okay, okay. But let's all take a moment to think about, like, and I know you, Molly, if Sean had come in talking about blackmailing, Sean is uh, Molly's brother, just to clarify, you would want to be all up in that situation. Yeah, but I wouldn't be like, it's my business if you're blackmailing somebody. I would just be like, tell me or I'll give you like a noogie. Right, but I know, yeah, that's fair. But I also think like, he, I think Ron is coming from a place of worry. He definitely is, but he's also like indignant that they wouldn't tell him because he's like, you know... It's also like he's the younger brother. Like I don't. <laughs> I I get it. It's like it's snowing outside right now, and I on my I was coming here and DJ was like, I don't think you should leave. Yeah, not your business. <laughs> and I was no, I was like touched. I was like that's oh. actually very sweet. Yeah, I was touched by it. I was like I oh. also was like I don't know if you want to drive in. This. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was absolutely fine. But, um, but yeah, he was like, I don't think you should go. Um, and I was like, okay, younger brother, like, I'll be fine. But like, thanks for the concern. But he's not even like, I do think it's coming from a place of concern, but he's not like saying it's because he's concerned. Yeah, I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm clearly on like, Forge's side here. I also know all the information. But even if yeah. I didn't, I'd be like... But I just wanted to give Ron a bit of a... Yeah, a bit he was of, just irking me. He gets on my nerves a little bit later, but I I don't know, for some reason, and this is usually not me, I for some reason I was feeling... We're very opposite today. for Ron. Yeah. I did, I was mad that friend of George, like, said, like, oh, you're turning into Percy. Yeah. I was mad at them Did that. not like that action. Um, also, a little prediction from Forge. Ron, you will be made a prefect. Yeah, I thought that, too. <laughs> I think Hermione's being hypocritical. Oh, yeah. 
Hermione, speaking of people who got on my nerves this chapter, Hermione got on my nerves a little bit this chapter. Yeah. Should we tell Percy? Worst, worst, worst advice. Ca- that's what I said. The absolute worst case scenario. Like, why? Of all the people you could tell, would you go to Percy? Bill. Bill. Charlie. Arthur. Arthur. All of those people, like, before Percy. Percy's the... You never just... T- never tell Percy. Why would that even... Or Molly. <laughs> yeah. But why would that even... I would, I would 100% tell Arthur because Arthur already knew about the Betty. Well, yeah. Well, they, they don't, I think I they don't t- know it's about I the think Betty. I would, um, I think I would write Bill or Charlie or, or before. But, like, they, Ron, it doesn't seem like they have that kind of relationship even. Still, before Percy, he doesn't have that kind of relationship with Percy. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, Hermione, shut down. Shut that down. Yeah. Um, honestly, even serious, like nothing to do with this, but like, yeah, um, I just, I, but I also think she's being hypocritical about like, but this is about breaking the law. Like this is yeah. so much worse. I'm like, you've broken the law. Hermione. Yeah. It was, it was a t-shirt. weird, I felt like out of character. And you're about to her. blackmail somebody in like three chapters. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. Like Hermione's okay. fine with like. It's when it's her and her decision because she knows what's right, but she doesn't think anybody else knows when it's, like, okay to do that. Yeah. I mean, I also think she just doesn't trust Fred and George. Yeah. Well, she's almost defending them. She's like, I don't think they would even break the law. Like, Mm -hmm. she's, like, saying that on their benefit, I guess, but... Um, yeah, worst advice. And then, damn, that's some sad foreshadowing about Percy, though. Like, it's just sad that, like, his brother is basically like, yeah, I think he would sell us out. They're not wrong. No, I know. But, like, it's just, like, a sad thing to, like, think about. Yeah, it is sad. It's sad and disappointing. It's that moment when you fulfill the shit everyone said about you. Yeah, he'd probably do a crouch and turn them in. Big old yikes. Um, let me know, listeners. Um, does my hatred for Percy make you upset? Do you agree? Where are we standing on my hatred for Percy? I just, I have, I have questions. I, well, I said this, like, the other day. I don't think anyone has a problem with you hating Percy. I just don't think anyone, most people don't spend as much time hating him. Oh, no. I have been, um, I have been called out for my hatred of Percy. Like, it's an unwarranted bullying. No, not by you. By people who shall rename, remain nameless. But I, I, I was, it was my first brooch at just... I just thought everyone felt the same way I did about him. And I was like, maybe this is on me. And that's why I started this whole I'm going to be nicer to Percy campaign. And we have already gotten to the point where I have failed and I feel justified in my hatred Well, for I him. think that just backfires. Because it's like, yeah, you're not going to... Nobody's like, I love Percy. Nobody's like, I like Percy or I think Percy's a great guy. I think everyone's just like... I don't care that much about Percy. He was kind of a shithead, and, you know, he did something nice in the end. Yeah. 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 Like. Yeah. That's fair. Like, Ernie McMillan. Not a great dude, but, like, we kind of forgot about him. Percy is worse than Ernie (laughs) Mac! McMillan. Whatever it is. McMillan. 
I'm just saying the way people feel is like the same. <laughs> no, people are like, who's Ernie McNeil? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, maybe Zacharias Smith. I want to do, what's that called when you do, uh, I want to focus group this. Oh my god, that would be so funny. I want to root full of Harry Potter fans. But that's what I'm saying, like, if you draw attention to Percy, and you're, like, looking out for things about Percy, it's like, yeah, there's all these clues to, like, which would explain, like, why you would hate him so much, but they kind of just fall into the background, I think, a lot of times. For most people. Most people are not fixated on Percy. (laughs) Which that's is my point, I guess. I guess like that's I think fair. you're totally reasonable, and then when we talk about him, I get just as elevated as you. Yeah. But like when I'm just in my day to day life, and somebody brings up Percy, I'm like, oh, like I just roll my eyes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I don't know why young the Alex of the past, youth Alex, had so much animosity. It's ultimate toward- betrayal. It's alt. It's it goes against everything I am, and it goes person. against everything that Harry is, which is family. Yes. It also just goes against Weasleys, which oh. Ron does it. What do you mean? Ron betrays his family, as in like Ron and Harry. Mm, I'm gonna say Ron also had help from a Horcrux. Ron has help from being in like the middle of nowhere not eating well like and he wants to come back immediately when said horcrux is gone so i like do get mad at ron for that but he also doesn't dig his heels in like as soon as he's gone he realizes he made a mistake and he owns up to that mistake whereas percy starts making a mistake and then continues to without like shame for too long he has I, too many opportunities. I think that Percy's is worse, but because we are so familiar with Ron, it feels almost as bad because it's like, you're one of the main people. And, like, Ron's thing, like, the Horcrux is, like, the idea behind it all is, like, the same. It's, like, it's these pressures, and, like, I think in a certain way, like, Percy is experiencing the pressures of, like, growing in the ministry and, like, hearing all these things from people who he thinks he trusts, like, oh, Dumbledore's doing this, Dumbledore's doing this, and yeah, I don't think he should be believing that, but, like, he's getting sucked into that the way that Ron gets sucked into the Horcrux talking to him in his ears, in in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't really... I, okay, and maybe maybe I have the opposite thing, where because Ron is a main and because we know so much about Ron, I give him more leeway than I give Percy. But, like, <clears throat> Percy also goes against, like... For me, it's, like, how he treats Arthur is my main concern. And, yeah. like, Arthur's not really done anything. Like, people aren't, like oh, Arthur's bad because, you know, and Ron never changes, like, his full moral outlook on things. Like, Percy stands by the ministry when they're getting rid of Muggleborns, which is, like, yeah, what? Like, what is that, Percy? You were not raised that way. Right. You, like, have no reason to believe that Muggleborns are stealing people's wands, are, like, not actually magical. Like, like you he, know he knows this. that. And he stays with, like, that corrupted ministry 
for power for what? Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, so I do think, like, I mean, you said this, like, Percy's, what Percy does is worse than what Ron does, but I think that ultimate betrayal for such a selfish and, I just don't understand how his mind was working in that moment, and I think I also get hurt after Molly is crying and he comes back, and I think he's coming back for good reason. Like, I think I think he treats Molly the worst. Yeah, like that that scene when he comes back is horrifying. And I think that's when I'm it's like my final straw. Cuz I every time it seemed like after I read it like it'd been a long time, I think somehow I've convinced myself that he's coming back to make amends. Like he's seen the error in his ways. When he comes with the minister, you mean? Yeah. And then he's, it's horrible. It's horrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I took us down this rabbit hole. What else is new? I know. This is classic Percy rabbit hole. Classic. And I just want to be on the record saying, like, I don't love Percy. I don't even really like Percy. But it's good. It's good that you put me, you put me in my place. I don't think that I was trying to do that. I was just trying to come up, like, in a similar... Like, I kind of think that, like, the Weasleys, maybe not as a whole, but they definitely have the capacity to turn on their own yeah. in certain ways. And, yeah. like, like the way the rest of the family reacts to Percy, like, yeah, they're doing it because he did it to them first, but, like, they're so quick to be, like, like drop him. Like, Fred and George and, like, The Arthur. rest of the family, but, like, Molly... Molly's the only one that's, like, Sticks still holding him. out, which, yeah. again, not criticizing the other Weasleys or Molly, like, that's just, like, how they react to it, but, like, they were so, e- it was, like, easy for them to just be, like, don't ever need to talk to you ever again, like, or it seemed that way, I don't think it was, like, especially for Arthur, like, yeah. I think for Fred and George probably more so, because they never got along with Percy. Yeah, I mean, and, I like, also, Ron. I also think, like, for the Weasleys, this is, like, it's, I think, for for them, it's a similar thing with me. And this is a Gryffindor thing, supposedly, too, where it's, like, if you do something that breaks with the Gryffindor's moral, like, however they associate their moral high ground, then it's easier to cut yeah. you off. And I think he does something that mortally offends the yeah. Weasley family. So for they're, sure. like, um... No. I'm I'm on board with how they treat like how Fred yeah. and George and Ron treat Percy. Like I don't criticize it at all. I'm like, yeah, I would do the same thing, but it's in the same spirit of like I can cut you out, like you cut me out. Right. But I think if it his like fault was like say he say he did something bad. Like say he like blackmailed and then went to jail. Like this whole Fred and George thing, like if their blackmail wasn't something like as or let's just really say is. he turned his folks in when, like, they were looking for them. Like, Percy, like, actually, like, tried to help them get, like, because Arthur was being Oh, no, 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 that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm making the opposite point. I'm oh. saying, what if Fred and George, like, actually blackmailed and then they, like, had got sentenced to Ag- Azkaban? Yeah. Like, I don't think the Weasley family is, like, disowning them. Like, I think everyone's still probably going to write to them. Molly's going to be shameful, but I don't think they're going to cut him out the way they cut Percy out right like I think it's because of what Percy 
specifically does. Like, yeah. I do think the Weasley family are, like, ride or die, which is why when Percy isn't, it's sort of like, oh, well, then fine. We're not ride or die with you either. I mean, it's almost like how Hermione and Harry treat Ron coming back. Like, and that's yeah. where Harry isn't as much of a Gryffindor. That's where I think he is more that Slytherin or even Hufflepuff, like, yeah. Treats. And Hermione's, like, fierce Gryffindor, like, no... Hell no, like you don't get to come back. Yeah, you like don't get this. to. I mean, yeah, she also has the whole added thing like, as like, I'm in love with you, right? Thing, so, but. like, I think sometimes, like, when you're in love with somebody and they do something like that's a little bit unforgivable, it's like that it's you have to dig yeah. your heels in because you know you're gonna forgive them eventually, so you have to sort of, or it just feels like even more of a betrayal, right? Yeah, it definitely yeah. feels like more of a tra- betrayal, but I also can see that too, where you're like, oh, I am definitely gonna forgive you, but I am gonna make this terrible for you. Yeah. You put me through hell. Like, yeah, but so Ron calls it though on Percy. <laughs> yeah, Ron calls it. Um, yep. And Ron, call- this is the second time Ron has called this on Percy. Like a couple chapters ago, he did the similar thing where he was like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about." Where he said a similar thing about Percy, and comparing him to Crouch or something like that. Yeah, or saying like Percy's got a lot of ambition. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Percy has a lot of yeah. Oh yeah, because he says like sell your family out. Like yeah, she's definitely planting seeds here. Yeah, for sure. We're all supposed to. I think we are supposed to not like Percy. Um, <clears throat> how is it that hard to remember? You can't disapparate or apparate I know. I said my next note says take a drink every time Hermione has to remind them you can't apparate or disapparate inside Hogwarts. Like, come on. And just Ron sounds so dumb trying to sound smart. I know. <laughs> I know he does. Poor thing. But also, wait, just before we get there. Yeah. Um, did we say last week that he knew because of the map? What? Who? That Snape was in the office? Because we, we were, were guessing We that. were like, we didn't, we, we were couldn't assuming. remember that that was like official. And now we got an official statement that it, he knew because he still has the map. Oh, well, we definitely knew he saw the map. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, just a side note, how does Harry get the map back? I don't know. Like I at think the end of this too. book, he like sees it in. When, I don't know <laughs> when he's just seen Voldemort come back. He's like, "Oh my map! Well, you gotta get this semi right, and you're not trustworthy with it." Yeah, I feel like I have questions. Dumbledore like like kind of knows. It's like the visibility like, cloak. Yeah, like, you might need this. You might need this again. You definitely will need this again. Mm. So yeah, Ron sounding dumb, trying to sound smart. I know, and trying to impress Moody later. Are we yeah. here? Yeah. Are we at Moody? Yeah. When he's trying to impress Moody. Like, poor Ra- uh, Harry and Hermione have gotten this, ooh, you would make good auras, and Ron's, like, really trying to impress Moody Crouch to get him to say the same thing, and Moody Crouch is just not having it, because Ron is really not impressing. He's doing- at his- the moment. Yeah. He's doing such a good job of being, like, vague with his answers and kind of, like, egging them on a little bit and still, like, being like, but, you know, there's not much we can do because we don't know. <laughs> do you think he called this, like, meeting with them to see how much they knew? They came to him. They, I they, thought he, they like. They found him at break. 
They say, oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. have to find Moody and Moody. find out. And You're then, right. I, for some reason, I thought they were, like, walking down the hall and Moody, like, pulled them in, which is dumb. I don't know why. No. <laughs> Reading comprehension, Alex. Alex. Um, but I was just like, God damn it. He seems so nice and friendly and, like, good looking out for that, for yeah. Harry. Like, you gotta focus on the third task, like, you know, which... Could be suspicious, like, Bagman, but because it's him, it's, like, very, like, I'm yeah. supportive. Like, I've talked to Dumbledore, and I know you and guys. And it's followed, so. like, by Sirius saying the exact same like, get thing. get your head in the game. So. Oh, well, we haven't gotten to Sirius yet. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. it's followed by that. Oh, yeah. I so, it you trust it. We're on. We helped. Me and Hermione helped. At least he gives Hermione credit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did sacrifice himself. He did. We don't know if that's where he peaked. We've discussed that in the first one. Being really good He's at good chess. at chess, okay? He is good she at chess. She gave him no chess. other skills after that. He's got a lot of heart. But like, and then he ruins that in the seventh one. I just, I hate to go back to this. Oh no. And I brought it up. No, no. Don't talk about how he doesn't deserve to have chess. Basically, he does deserve to have chess, but it doesn't show in any other circumstance. Like, it should mean, like, he's really good at thinking moves ahead, which she could have made a character trait of his. Yeah. But she doesn't, so it doesn't make sense that he's really good at chess and that Hermione's terrible at it. I think what makes him good at chess, one, is that not many people play it. No, no, he's good. A lot of people play wizard chess, and I think he is supposed to be really good at it, and so I'm not taking yeah. that away from him. But the the way you're really good at chess is that you can see I, every move ahead and plan out the entire game. Like, that's how you're good at chess. I know. Okay. <laughs> so I just, I think that would have been fun. I think that would have been great if she had made that a character trait. It's not, though. He doesn't think moves ahead. He thinks basic. He's very emotional based. He's emotionally based and he's also very like, this is what's important in the moment. Guess the facts point to here. Gotta go. Which is like kind of refreshing. Like it's nice to have that character that's like, you know what? The sky looks blue so it must be blue. Fuck science. You know, like it's just. I feel like he's probably like an ENFP or something. Wow. What are you trying to say? Is that what you are? Yes. What's the other one that's not in? I? Yeah. Uh, intuition versus... No. Intuition is in, though. I yeah, guess. that's what I'm saying. Versus, um, no. E... No, it's I-S, I think. E-N-F-P? Extrovert... Sensory. Sen yeah. 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 Intuition versus sensory. sensory. So maybe he's an S. He's e an E-S-F-P. Yeah. He's definitely a feeler. He might be a judger, though. I yeah. feel like he's judge. He's a judger okay, more yeah, than yeah, a perceiver. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. E S F P. I think he's an extrovert. E E no E S P E S F F J J. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. Yeah, actually, we can check this. We can see like what not. We have our like assessment, but we can yeah. see what other people. Um, Myers Briggs, Ron. E yeah, because I think Harry is an I. I think Harry's I think introverted. So what do you think Hermione is? I think she's extroverted. As opposed to introverted. 
<laughs> really? You know what? <laughs> that was so unnecessary for me to say, and I'm sorry. Ooh, they say that Ron is ENFP on this one. But I disagree. That's what I said originally. That's what I'm saying. I disagree. And this one, I really disagree because they also have, He's like... He's definitely not intuition. They also have Hermione being an introvert, which I just don't know what... I could see either argument for her, honestly. But she gets her energy from, like, being around people, I don't know, because she spends so much time alone, like, in the library and stuff like that. Like, she thrives on just, like, being alone studying. She likes... She thrives on studying, but I think she, she always is, like, asking... Ron and Harry to study with her. Like, I think if she had other people to study with, she would like having, being around other people. I don't know. I feel like that could definitely, I could see her just being, like, being social, but also kind of being exhausted by, like, being around people. Maybe. And, like, she recharges when she gets to be by herself and, like, with a book. Like, I can see that being her recharge. Yeah, maybe. Which would be more introvert. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah. I I can see either way. I definitely don't think she's... She's definitely more, like... 60, um, um Yeah, omniv- um, whatever it is. An amnivert than Harry, who I think is it's extremely introverted. introverted. Yeah. So I guess I'm thinking like, about it like... life alone. Yeah, and he, like, definitely doesn't like the... Well, not, like, in the spotlight. But not even, yeah. like... No, I, I'm not arguing with you. He's yeah. definitely an introvert. Yeah. I just... I think she's more probably on the line. and But I could totally see her recharge being from being alone. And I feel like she's also lived a lot of her life alone. Because they're also saying Sirius is ENFP, which I think makes a lot more sense than Ron. Yeah, yeah, because I have to. Either way, I think Ron's a judger. I um, think he judges a situation rather than like yeah perception. Yeah, I'm at Sirius's letter. Yeah. We can't go down this rabbit hole right now. I'm just trying to see what this one says about. Yeah, they are all saying Ron is ENFP. Yeah, I'm in Sirius's letter too. Kind of rude about Crumb. Yeah, he's kind of rude about Crumb, but I think from a, from a, like, not, I think he's, he says it in a way that's like, he said basically don't trust anyone that's not Ron and Hermione. Like, he was like, why were you off alone with Crumb? And I think he's on guard because Harry's clearly not taking his safety seriously. I think, yeah, he doesn't trust anyone, but I'm just a little tired of all this, like, foreign people prejudice. Yeah, no, I definitely have two, but he doesn't seem to bring that up. He just says, why were you alone with Crumb? You shouldn't be alone with anyone. Promise yeah. me you won't be alone with like, yeah. you know, like, cause I was looking for it, but he doesn't really say it like that. He's just like, what were you thinking? Yeah. I mean, he does kind of like call out like Victor Crumb instead of just being like, why were you like alone with another student or something like that? Yeah. 
I mean, I, I think people are suspicious of crime. I think, and I do think, yes, people are suspicious of crime, but I don't think, like, I think it would have been the same if, I think Sirius is definitely suspicious of anyone who could have put Harry's name in that goblet, yeah, which is anyone that really hasn't. I think he's looking at people who are new to the yeah, and situation. he's suspicious of Karkaroff, and yeah. like, obviously Crumb is associated with him. Yeah. And Sirius doesn't have any reason to trust Crumb, mm-hmm. so he automatically distrusts Crumb, which is fine, but I'm just a little tired of it. I feel like Harry's the only one that's like, I like Crumb. Well, he's not the only one. Not Hermione's not even in this chapter. Hermione's like, you need to listen to them. Well, her, Hermione's, that's what I'm saying, or I think it's more generalized, where her, where like Crumb and Hermione, I mean, sorry, Sirius and Hermione are like, like, what the hell, Harry? Harry's like, nobody's coming after me. I haven't been attacked all year. And they're like, except for the whole Triwizard Tournament. Like, this is the perfect way to kill you. Why have you forgotten that? Yeah. Um, and, um... I was proud of Sirius because I thought Sirius was like in good godfather mode in this letter. I thought he was just, he was like, I care about you. Like I'm laying down the law, like no going out. Like, yeah, you know, like he was very Papa Bear, which and the, the only part that bothers me is the crumb thing. And I just, I, I feel like Hermione hasn't even like tried to say like, because like, Harry's, like, you know, says something about when people keep saying crumb. Like, even Dumbledore reacted, like, to him being, like, I left him with Victor Crumb. Yeah, no, like, I was mad about yeah. that last chapter. I mean, we were also getting, like, a heavy helping of crumb bashing. Right. Last And chapter. I feel like, yeah. So I just, I just felt like well, it's only Harry right now that's coming to his defense. Like, crumb's all right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, obviously, I had my moment last chapter, so I clearly love, love me some Victor, I'm very much on Harry's side right now, though, because I, I feel like a little, like, what you're saying in, like, a line or two, I'm like, yeah, duh, Harry, but he's like, where is he to lecture me on, like, all the shit he did? Like, I would be kind of annoyed, too. Yes, which is, which I am on Harry's side in that moment, but I also am so excited because it's a definite dad move. It's like, do as I say and not as I do. Yeah. Moment, which I'm always proud when we get a little bit of, like, dad serious. Not in the next book. Right, because he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't really, like, perform that role well often, so. I give him props. I mean, and then he brings up the third task. He's yeah. like, okay, Let's now here's here's how you study. Here's what you should focus on. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, serious work. You're doing so well. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> My, like, um, demerit for Harry is that it looks like if I were Ron, for instance, like, the fact that Harry keeps forgetting that somebody put his name in, like, oh, right, somebody did put my name in. It wasn't me who submitted myself. <laughs> like, I would just be like, really? did you forget that somebody put your name in, Harry? Because that's what you've been, your mantra yeah. since the beginning. <laughs> Wow. That's how I would take Honestly, it. Honestly, on the other end, if I were Harry, I'd be rubbing it in. I'd be like, oh, you're right. I didn't put my name in the goblet, Ron. Just kidding. <laughs> when we weren't talking. <laughs> we were on a break. Yes, they were on a break. 
I and I think again, go Harry. I feel like he's really getting good arguments for Hermione. Like when he's saying like, because Hermione's like they could have attacked you like when you were with Crumb, and he's like, yeah, but they didn't exactly. Like they had the opportunity. Yeah. Like I feel like he's making good comebacks there. Like, yes. I do think he should be more worried about his safety, but I am, like, that's a really good point, though. Like, that's Yeah, that's a good point, like, in terms of the overall mystery. And he's, like, they didn't care about attacking Crumb, so, like, they should be diving into that a little bit more. Like, why do you think they're keeping you safe? Maybe. And then Hermione says, well, maybe it's the third test that they're trying to get you. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of Miss Congeniality. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I see that. They're going to get you in the last. That crown. They say, like, well, maybe it'll be in the final. Yeah. It's... Honestly, the cup, the crown, it is definitely, like, miscongeniality. Except the crown is not a port key. No, but it is a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also reminds me of Shrek. Is that Shrek? No. Um, Ella Enchanted. Excuse me. Pardon me. Ah, yes. I was like, when did this happen in Shrek? It does not. <laughs> but yes, Ella Enchanted. Ella Enchanted. Which are our ogres. The ending scene... For giants. Okay, so stay with me here because I'm a huge Shrek fan, so I feel like I need to defend myself. The The ending scene of Shrek where they're like standing in getting that... Married. Yeah, where they're getting married looks a, very similar to like the coronation scene of Ella Enchanted. Ugh, Ella Enchanted really hits my heart Same. When she's like tied to that tree and then she and then she ha- she breaks herself she gets broken free by that stupid, stupid fairy yeah and then she's like her knife is like shaking yeah. to step oh wow Elle enchanted great film and her boy toy is so hurt and betrayed yeah what's his name what's that actor's name mr cutie mcpie yeah <laughs> his legal name <laughs> first name mr <laughs> Middle name McCutie. McCutie. Um, um, so now we're at our little training montage. Bum, 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 Ron, you're not falling, falling on the pillows. That's why your bottom hurts. Why don't you take a turn? Uh, no, I think he's got that spell. But bum, bum, bum. Yeah, but then just Ron's like, why don't we use two creatures that are basically helpless instead? Yeah. Not, 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 not good. Not good. But I said, he's being a good sport for the most part. Like, yes. letting Harry stun him a bunch. Like, that's not, that's not cool. Yeah. Like, nobody wants that. Like, Hermione. <laughs> I'm glad they're properly preparing for this task. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. Yeah. You're learning some spells. We'll learn them again next year for DADA. <laughs> Taught by Harry. I love the third task until the end. Yeah. It's a great yeah, task. Yeah, I like the, I like figuring out the, um, the Sphinx. The, ma- the, the maze and then figuring out the riddles with the Sphinx. Yeah. I'm really. It's like really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. It's my, yeah, it's definitely my favorite task of the ones they have to face. The first one is the one that's, like, least in my wheelhouse's strength, so that's the one where I'm, like, eh. And it's, like, it is the least interesting, because it's just, like, you have to get past one giant thing, whereas, like, the mermaids, there's, like, layers to it, and obviously the third task, there's layers to it. Yeah. 
I'm not a good, like, I feel like I wouldn't be a good combat V dragon, especially since I wouldn't want to hurt the dragon. But, like, I'm a good swimmer. Always have been. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a great swimmer. Mm. I can swim. I can get by. I can do a stroke here and there. Look at us breaking stereotypes. <laughs> um, I do think I have fast reflexes, though. Mm. So you might be. I might be okay against a dragon. You'd, I don't. You'd be know. better. We'd be a good team. <laughs> um, I met them in Trelawney's class. Um, I'm in Trelawney's class too. Classic falling asleep in class. Not so classic having a connection with Voldemort in your brain. Do you think before we belabor this, does the owl mean anything? Um. <sighs> well, he is actually getting a letter, but right. Um, I, well, I said after this book, J.K. Rowling changes the structures of the whole dream thing. Yeah. Like, where, you know, he, he is a part of either Voldemort or, like, the snake or something. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's weird, but I think it's just, like, a little bit more artsy in how yeah, she's it writing is. it's it. very artsy. Shall we have a little clip? Sure. He was riding on the back of an eagle owl, soaring through the clear blue sky toward an old ivy-covered house set high on a hillside. Lower and lower they flew, the wind blowing pleasantly in Harry's face until they reached a dark and broken window in the upper story of the house and entered. Now they were flying along a gloomy passageway to a room at the very end. Through the door they went into a dark room whose windows were boarded up. Harry had left the owl's back. He was watching now as it fluttered across the room into a chair with its back to him. There were two dark shapes on the floor beside the chair. Both of them were stirring. Um, well, I had a quick note before that. Oh, um, sorry. Why would Rita think to be in this class to eavesdrop unless she's following him to all of his classes? I think she might be. Because, like, that's just, like, random. Like, oh, I'll just go sit in on Harry Potter's divination, divination class in case something crazy happens. I think she must be following him to all of his classes. Also, divination seems like, you know, because Trelawney's always, like, making up crazy predictions about Harry, she can probably, like use something with that too. if anything snape's class because that's where he's most volatile yeah but does she know that i don't know i doubt it but does she know that trelawney's making crazy predictions about him i think she probably knows she's done her research about trelawney but i have no idea i don't know i have no idea it w i think it just makes more sense that she's maybe just keeping probably. tabs on him whenever she's around but um yeah so the dream Pretty straightforward, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I just have facts about it. Um, although, thinking of Nagini being a human, odd for me. I, I and, don't like and it. And eating, and eating um, Wormtail, or potentially eating Wormtail, and then now potentially eating Harry. Not great. I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it. I didn't need is the it, twist on Nagini. Is it cannibalism? No. No. But is it cannibalism? I'm saying no. It feels a little cannibalistic to me. Because her, like, main form. Is it because she doesn't look like a human anymore that it's not cannibalism? Well, like, she is a snake. She can't become a human again. Right, but, like, she has, like, presumably, like, human-like 
Thoughts? I See, I don't... I feel like not, actually. I think, like, the longer she's a snake, the more she becomes a snake. And by this point, we're assuming she's been a snake for a long effing time. Okay. Fair. If a... Like, like if a, um, centaur ate a human, would that be cannibalism? No. But if they ate another centaur... Right. They consider themselves completely different Different species. species. Right. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, giants eat humans, for sure. That's true. You're right. It still stresses me out. Like, I don't want to be eaten by another person or creature. Yeah, I just am, like, sitting here, like, you sweet bee, Nagini, how how have we come this far? That's what I need to know. And I don't know if it actually makes sense. I'm gonna say probably not. Yeah. I'm gonna say... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not confident that it's going to work out where I believe that it makes sense. Yeah. If you guys don't know, we're talking about Fantastic Beasts 2. Yeah. Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, what, what is an apparition and is it an apparition that's happening? (laughs) What do you mean? Charlani says, was it an apparition? A premonition? What is an apparition? An apparition, I think, is like a, when you experience, like if you're in the desert and you, and it's hot and you're having like a hallucination. Like a delusion? Yeah, I think it's like that. That's what I assume an apparition is. But that's based on not looking it up in the dictionary. A ghost or ghost-like image of a person. Yeah. So, no. Not an apparition. Wait, so, oh, were you thinking, like, like, like somebody... Like, is what he's experiencing an apparition? Oh, yeah, no. I don't know what we call it. What, what we call what he's, ha- what's happening with him? Yeah. He is... Well, they try and put a word to it. Like, I think with, is it Tonks that they're talking to? No. I can't remember. But they're, like... It's not really a premonition, is it? It's it's happening right now. Like, yeah, I think it is times that they're talking to. He's about seeing the snake through, thing. yeah, Volt. He's seeing, it's a, yeah. it's like he's taking over. I know, but I just want like a word for it. It's like, I think there might be like in like magical, mythical, some. Like, well, is it legilimence or oculency that he's doing? No, because that's, Voldemort? no, because that seems like. It's definitely similar. It's in that realm. It's in that world, certainly. But I think it's more like... Because he's seeing as them. It's a lot like... I don't know. You never watched the show, I don't think. It's a lot like Sense8, where it's like, if you have that, like... Like, telepathic. Yeah, like, you have that that mind connection with someone, and you can see... It's like mind sharing. I'm gonna call it visions. But... mm, Yeah... It's just in real time. Visions seem to be, like, Like future. future. I'm just gonna call them visions just to have a simple word for it. Like, he's envisioning what Voldemort's envisioning Mm -hmm. right now. Whatever. He's having the same visions that Voldemort's having. Yeah. So, just for me personally, that's what I'm gonna call him. Yeah. Because, like, dreams doesn't work for me either. Yeah, they're not dreams. They're, yeah. They're just, I would, yeah, I'm gonna call it, like, uh... Yeah. Uh, I would call it, like, a mind share. 
I, that's very obvious. But yeah. I think that because, like, he's seeing through his eyes. Envisioning, almost. Enough. <laughs> um, I'm at fudge. Dumbly door, dumbly door. Um, shouldn't there be a doorbell system for the door? Yeah, like, yeah. How like, does it, what if you need the, the headmaster? I guess he wants to go through chain of command, but, like, there should be a, a There should bell. be a, yeah, because you can't knock. You won't hear yeah, it. like, tell the little eagle thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, bud. The, the griffin, or whatever it is. The gargoyle? Yeah, but isn't it, like, what, what kind of creature is it? I thought, oh. I think it is a griffin. Yeah. Has wings. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, um yeah, fudge. <laughs> Racist from the start. And then he accuses Dumbledore of being prejudiced. And right. then like I'm listening, then Dumbledore's like, I just I think it might be you being prejudiced. Fudge. And I'm like, yes, Dumbledore. Yes, <laughs> Dumbledore, thank you. And um, huge red flag. The whole fudge yeah. saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Um but, like, that's kind of my point is, like, everyone's been saying that shit. Not about Madame Maxine, necessarily, but mm-hmm. everyone's just suspicious of people that are not like them. Yeah. Period. Yes. Like, Britain. Or Except whatever. for Dumbledore. But even Dumbledore did it. Yeah. A with little. Crumb. With Crumb, yeah. Um, great covering for your case, um, BCJ, Moody Crouch, when he's, like, and what do you think happened to Barney Crouch, minister? But, like, he is trying to get, like, yeah. make sure, like, they don't, you know, whatever. They don't know what's up. I don't know why I just crossed out this. You've <laughs> been watching me. And that was it. Yeah, that's all I have. I gave it a generous 60 points. Oh. Which I regret. I'm gonna just change it. Okay. I'm gonna do 50. I'm gonna do 50. Because I, I wasn't like, oh, I hate this chapter. I gave it 35. Wow. I'm gonna stick with 50. Well, okay, because, okay, here's what I was thinking about. I our, skip the quiz. Our good, solid, like, first chapter or whatever, sometimes we give 50 and it's like, because it's short, but it's got a lot of info. So I don't think 50 is, like, bad. I think 50 is, like, it wasn't necessarily, like, the best chapter in yeah. the world. Like, I actively... But that is how I feel about this. I'm a little less than that. Yeah. I'm a like, I... That's what you said. Yeah. Like, I just, like, didn't really think it added a lot in terms of color either. So, like, the best part about it was Sirius's letter for me and the dream. Yeah. But that also, like, didn't feel like the majority of it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, I changed my 45 to 35 and now I'm... I don't know. Like, yeah, I think that sums up, it's accurate to how I felt about it. You definitely came in being like, I really didn't like it. Yeah. So I think that's probably accurate. I did forget to do a quiz though, so we'll just stay for over there. I mean, you, I think, will get my quiz correction, qu- quiz question correct. Um, okay. What is the password to Dumbledore's office? Yeah. Do you know what he said after he kicked it? What do you guess? Um... Um, um, uh, sugar quill? Chocolate frog! Chocolate frog. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He says it really angry. Um, okay, so then just jumping back in. Champ and rat. Hmm? Champ and rat. 
My champ is serious. Who is your champ? Harry. Okay. Yeah, he had a good... I was like, he's the only one who trusts Victor. <laughs> Victor is in like a point zero. I know, but it's just kind of a continuation from last you, time. You had a lot of animosity about it last time that has transferred over here. And I just feel like... I feel like Harry was also No, Harry had a good chapter. He had a good chapter. And no one else did. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, rat. My rat's fudge. Same. Ron was, like, on the cutting board for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, and then I'll just stick with my 50 points. So next week... Ah! (laughs) (laughs) That was Alex. That was Alex. Um, the Pensieve. And we'll have a special guest, so tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to do a password? Sure. Okay. What is stored in Pensieves? Good one, good one. Um, also look out, um, we're going to be doing a special Valentine. come out before this <laughs> Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. You've been taking my I'm sorry. You seem like you were... Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, If you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, and on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. <laughs> um, and most importantly, please um, give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, we appreciate all the reviews, and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.